Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Several years ago in 2012, the crack duo, one martial artist, movie expert, and renowned trigger of donkeys, the other ridiculously ginger-bearded and a world-famous Michael Winner impersonator, were given the task by an agitated Al Leon to watch every single 80s and 90s action movie ever made and do a commentary on them for a crime that they happily committed. Something to do with a Gary Daniels back parade, three tubes of strawberry jelly, and a perpetually greased-up Bolo Young in a bolo tie. These men promptly created a passion-filled wave of action adoration that swept throughout the internet underground. Today, still wanted by Steven Seagal for making one too many jokes about his expanding gut and knitted hair, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you love action, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you should be listening to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentaries. This podcast explodes. Hello and welcome to Doctor Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary Podcast. I am Doctor Action. And I am the Kick-Ass Kid. And I tell you what, it feels so good to be on a podcast where I can say cunt again. Hello and welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're back, ladies and germs. We're back, back, back. We've pulled ourselves out of the dusty old wardrobe where we were being molested by Aslan and uh, we have dusted ourselves off. Uh, we have put back on our tight, kick-ass jeans, and we are ready to flex our enormous, bulging muscle. Um, well, between us, we have one bulging, enormous muscle, uh, in, in order to bring you uh, what is essentially the... Hun- well, not essentially, actually, the 100th Doctor Action and the Kick-Ass Kid commentary. It's incredible. It's only taken us 20 years. It's only... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we started this when we were 18, and now I feel like I'm 68, and I'm limbering up to do this again. I feel like this is what, uh, you know, the Stones must feel every five years when they tour. (laughs) This This is must be what Sylvester Stallone felt like, coming back for the Expendables. Yeah, or doing Rambo 5. Yeah. 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 Still not watch a trailer for that. Well, the only the <laughs> only thing that disappoints me about Rambo Five is he's not got the moulet. Uh He's gone down to just his normal, uh, a short Stallone hair. Um, it's bullshit. And it, yeah, it is bull. I tell you what, it is some bullshit. Um, I think that Rambo, what defines Rambo as one of Stallone's quintessential characters, is the moulet. Uh, in the fourth one, he put on that ridiculous wig, um, which was a joy to behold, uh, while he mowed down uh, tons of Burmese, were they? I forget who it was. In the I don't think one. he gave a fuck. He didn't give a fuck. He just no, mowed he down doesn't. everybody. Um, He's just, uh, I think they should check to see if Rambo is okay. You know, <laughs> mentally. Because I don't think 
He is. I think he's got some issues. And right. I hope he would I hope he I hope he finds closure at the end of Rambo uh, 5. I hope I hope he deals with those mental issues in a mature and <laughs> adult fashion. But I tell you what how you're not going to solve the world's problems. You're not going to solve solve the world's problems without a glorious moule on your barnet. And uh, Stallone, I think you've made a mistake there. If people don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about his hair. It needs to be longer, as it isn't. I'm disappointed, but I will be going to see it because it's Rambo 5. Oh, yeah, I'll go and see it because he's got a cowboy hat on. I watched and... I watched Escape Plan 2, so apparently I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Even I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they've got a third one coming out because that's what the world needed. Two more Escape Plan what movies without Arnie in them. Yeah, why is Sylvester Stallone even doing it? I mean, I'd be like looking at his bank account and going, you know you don't need the money for right. this shit. You know you've made, you know, three <laughs> Expendables movies, two Creed movies, you know, you've got another Rambo coming out, and Escape Plan was a big hit. You don't really need to do these straight-to-video, you know, uh, wank yes, shots. I and do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah that's Doug's uh, Are you excited at all for Hobbs and Shaw? Um, I might go and see that because I know you might not, go and you, see that. You're not a huge fan of the way that the Fast and Furious franchise has gone bigger and sillier um, in the same way that I am. And no. uh, unfortunately, and I feel like Hobbs and Shaw, the trailer gave quite a lot away. But I feel like Hobbs and Shaw has gone even bigger and even sillier um, than the Fast and Furious franchise. So I'm a little concerned about that. I've not seen the trailer. So I, oh, okay. I, sh- I should actually probably watch it before I even go. Yeah. I think, I think when Jason you... Statham is moon dan- moonwalking along while kicking the shit out of somebody while The Rock is descending from space in an astronaut suit, yeah. laser beaming crooks. No, that's not is happening. It, is it? No, okay. But there is a sequence. There is a sequence where there is a sequence where essentially they're turning a truck in midair as it's run off the side of a road while the rock single handedly is holding onto the truck with one hand and a helicopter with the other. That appears to be a scene in the trick. <laughs> and and uh, which stuntman did that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. They probably drew it if, in some... If that was fucking real, yeah. you'd definitely sort of go to the Oscars and go, you've got to do a stunt section now. Did you see that shit? Did you see that? I was holding a helicopter. Um, I don't think that's possible... But, He's going to have got arms like Mr. Tickle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, that's apparently in the in the movie. So, um, I mean, I reserve judgment. Um, but uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Idris Elba uh, is playing a, a super scientifically enhanced human. So they've definitely moved over to the science fiction section yeah. of... You know, I mean, they did anyway. If you've watched the last three Fast and Furious <laughs> films, they've definitely entered the realm of complete and utter fantasy. But yeah, I mean, 
you could you could tack Moonraker based on a true story, and people would buy it more than the Fast and Furious films. Yeah, and but Moonraker point. is based on a true story, isn't it? I thought Roger is, Moore yeah. actually did all those things. Well, he did that. We, the film did. It's basically a documentary about how he was uh, basically putting his seed into space. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dearly departed. So, is it since we last recorded that Roger Moore passed away? I think it has. If we have to do a roll call, it, it, we definitely recorded in 2016, didn't we? Because there was loads then. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. We did. We did. I don't know. Yeah, Let, it, let's see when we last recorded. I'll bring it up. Hang on a second. Yeah, well, I, people have been asking me when I'm going to do it again, and I'll go, I'll tell you what, when they make another action film, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah. But right now, the palette is dry. What What do you mean, sir? There's, you know, we just can't find any more uh, 80s and 90s action movies. Oh, we, we can't watch anymore because uh, we get too... Our testosterone builds up so much. Oh, right, I see what you mean. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm almost Look, entirely out of ejaculate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm down to I'm down to fuck all really. I'm running on empty. I'm running on fumes. Well, we're back for another one for the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't want to promise people that we're going to do this regularly again. I would like to do this regularly again. Um, I'd love to. But I've got to be honest, those past few episodes I know for a fact I was a miserable fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'd been through, yeah. The past few years haven't been kind. No. I'm in a better place now. Good. And I think we, I think we should go for it. Just start, start it up again. Yeah. All we're right. Coming out, we're going after the nerdish numbers. Yeah, why Fuck not? It, why not? Let's take over. Well, he he abuses people anyway, that Hardwick fella. And uh, yeah. to, to my knowledge, neither of us have ever abused anybody apart from ourselves and our own penises. Um, oh, God. Not each other's. My- just our my, own, my individually. My got a restraining order on my right hand. On your right. <laughs> Last Man Standing was August of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> All right, OK. So it's been two years, almost. Yeah, it's been almost two yeah. years. I'm not I've even kidding. Look at, the, look at the podcast app and just see Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid and go, one day, I'm not going to delete it. yeah. Hopefully people are still hanging on to it. That's what I hope. That's what I, I hope. I hope so. I'm going for a BAFTA with this episode. We're still relevant with the kids. We're still relevant with the kids. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, whatever that means. But let's 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 see since... TikTok and all that shit, we've got to get on that. What's, oh, with the kids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, TikTok, whatever the bloody hell it is. I don't know. I don't what know. is that? Is that a kid's thing? I don't know. Yeah, my, my daughter's off. I'm doing something on TikTok, whatever. TikTok? <laughs> TikTok. It's a, new, it's a new social media thing. I don't know. Oh. Should we get on that, then? Should Dr. Action have a presence on TikTok? We should do, shouldn't we? Yeah. We really should. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll tell you what. I mean, we're on Twitter. How much down with the kids do we have to be? Yeah, check out our MySpace page. <laughs> What's funny is we were watching some game show the other night and they were like, um, uh, you know that, what's that singer, uh, Nikki um, Minge? What's her name? Nikki Minge. Yeah. They were like, what yeah. social media was Nikki Minge discovered on? And... 
Uh, it was the answer Growing was MySpace, up. and I'm like, who the fucking hell discovers anyone on MySpace? <laughs> <laughs> and my wife goes, well, obviously Nicky Minj, and I was like, well, maybe they should have put her back there. That's <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's some, where she should have. Some fucker out there went, oh, I should go and take her to a record company, and everybody else was like, what'd you do that for? Yeah. And then here Why we are. Why did you have to do that? Well, here I we are, 2019, well, <laughs> fuck. Brexit, Trump, <laughs> fucking Minaj, Orminge, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, I, so we. this is what it is, Doc. Our trailer, should we have any money <laughs> or inclination to make one, would be... The world is at its end. It teeters on the precipice between complete shit and utter annihilation. Into this realm steps two men you haven't asked about in over two years. (laughs) (laughs) They're not actually going to do anything but talk into a microphone. And yet... They're back. You know, that should be yeah. our trailer. The world is teetering on the precipice, and therefore Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid are back to make knob jokes, say the word cunt gratuitously, and not give a fuck what you think. That's it, really. In, <laughs> in a nutshell. In a nutshell, that's it. In my, in my nutshell. In my saggy Because I've got loads of ideas out to make. What's that do? You know... I said, I've got plenty of ideas on how to make the world better. But, yeah. uh, nobody's listening, mate. Yeah. Nobody's listening. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. I tell you what, it, we were just having this discussion on a recent uh, After Movie Diner episode, uh, Jim and myself, um, that, that's actually going to go up this week we're recording. But um, we were just saying, we are that middle generation. We sit on Twitter talking about, I don't know, films or cake or whatever, or nice shit we took today. And meanwhile, the younger generation are screaming, the older generation are screaming, and we just sat there kind of going, Jesus, what did we do? Like, you know, it's because we never wanted to take power from the oldies. The oldies are staying in power. We didn't want it. No. Well, the oldies are staying in power longer anyway because of all their, like, space-age medications and shit. Um... And all the young'uns showed up and were like, we want it, we want it. And we were just like, oh, fuck, fucking have it. Just have it. Um, and then... Uh, it's not worth fighting for. It's, it's not worth fighting for. <laughs> just let me alone. I just want to sit and eat cake and watch 80s and 90s action movies. Um, and they're like, Dad, you're old. And you're like, good. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. So fuck being down with the kids. I want to be down with the middle-aged, grumpy people because uh, that's where I live. Yeah, yeah. Um, going on, going on a march today. I was going to watch a John Wayne film. Yeah, I'm oh, well, going to watch I a John did, Wayne film. I did go to the Pride, the 50th anniversary of Stonewall uh, Pride, which was very cool, and uh, was happy to support that. But really, I didn't have to march or anything. I just had to sit there and have a couple of drinks while other people marched. Um, and I got to wear, uh, you know, a rainbow shirt and things, and uh, it was enough. I was an ally, and that's all I needed to be. And it's quite, it's quite kind of low-effort activism, really. <laughs> I can't say that I'm out there changing the world. I went and bought a shirt, uh, put it on, and I stood and watched the parade. And it was bloody you know, good. You know what? And you it was what? enjoyable. You could, you, you could have shown you sport. Well, how was that? You could have sucked someone's cock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I what are you doing, John? Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> I just want to show exactly. 
what what kind of an ally I can be. Um, but uh, <laughs> against the flow. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that as as marching and activism goes, it was pretty low effort. I ate a lot of snacks. <laughs> Uh, you know what? They're, they're great, isn't they? I've yeah. never been to one, but you know what? If there was whatever, I don't think they'd do one in Leicester. What's the fucking point? Is there a Leicester Pride? Is there? <laughs> you know what? I, Leicester no. Pride is just three guys, and one of them isn't quite sure anyway. <laughs> did, I, did I ever tell you about the time that uh, my mate got smacked in town? No. <laughs> it, it, no. This, is, this is the truth, right? He All got right. smacked in town. True story. True story. It was about half two on a... It had been, been like a Sunday morning. So we, I had to go and find him some tissues because his nose was pouring with blood. And I went to a pizza Why did he get that, smacked? What did he do? I, I can't remember what he was doing. He was pissed, obviously. Obviously. Anyway, I went to go and get him tissue. Right. Went into a pizza parlour. Yeah. And I, know, I thought... It seems, it seems very... A lot of men in here. A lot of men in here. And I says, can I just go and get some tissue from the toilet? And he says, yeah, it's downstairs. So I went downstairs in his pizza parlour. Yeah. I went into the men's toilet. No toilet paper. I said to this bloke outside, there's no toilet paper in there, mate. And he went, okay, (laughs) use the ladies. And I says, won't there be ladies in there? And he went, oh, no, don't worry about that. (laughs) So I went in, got him some tissue, got him some tissue. (laughs) And as I come out, don't worry, I it's an all-male pizza parlour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it very much was. Yeah. I was going up the stairs, back upstairs, <laughs> and the bloke in front of me, I thought... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He seems very calm. And yeah. I looked down, and no lie, in my eye line, he was wearing the shortest pair of denim shorts I've ever seen. Yeah. And the cheeks, the cheeks. on the back were cut out. The cut out. The cheeks were cut out. Yeah. Yeah. A man's airy bum in my face. <laughs> Turns out it was a gay pizza parlour. Is there such thing? Well, look, listen, I tell you what. I tell you what, you learn Gone something new every day. I'd, I'd heard about gay bars, obviously, and even gay men's clubs and things like that and nightclubs and things, but I had never heard of a gay pizza parlour. And do you know what? I, I endorse that fully. I endorse it. And I made a little joke there saying that I had it shut down. I didn't. I never went back. You never went back. I should have shown solid, solidarity saying it's all right with me. Should have ordered if a you, sausage at the very pizza. least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So gay pizza parlour, I think it's gone now. Well, it's that's an old not tattoo good. parlor now. Is it a gay tattoo parlor? Um, no, it's shut down as well. Leicester's a bit of a shit hole at the minute. Oh, 
All right. Well, look, you, one year you find Richard the Third, the next the next year you're shutting down gay pizza parlors. It's not on, mate. We're it supposed isn't. to have a Labour councillor. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you also win the? You won the football, right? You found Richard the Third, won the football, and then you shut down a gay pizza parlor. Leicester, what are you fucking playing at? Sort it out. I know. I know. I know. Oh, open nice. three new gay pizza. Parlors. In fact, no. Open three different establishments that are all welcoming to the sort of person who on a Sunday afternoon wants to go out with jean shorts with the bums cut out. Just just do it. And I tell you what, I endorse that fully. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure that I could sit around and eat a cow's own while someone's butt cheeks were in my face, but I endorse <laughs> others who could possibly do that. <laughs> if you can do it, my place is a place for you. <laughs> gay pizza. Why stop at just gay pizza parlors? <laughs> gay Chinese, gay Indian... Gay McDonald's could work, Gay but wouldn't it be better if we're all together now, wouldn't we? we and are. that's the way forward. Yeah, don't don't segregate your but pizza. Nigel Farage can fuck off. Yeah, Nigel no, Farage can fuck off. Uh, segre- don't segregate your pizza. Embrace your pizza. Make it uh, pizza hey, for all. Pizza, and, and pizza you, don't care if you're gay or straight. It doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. Um, except the kind of people who put um, olives on pizza. They can fuck right off. Um, apart yeah, from that, I love everybody. Yeah. Olives and pineapple don't belong on fucking pizza, and I will take down anybody who says otherwise. Um, but I will not do it while wearing uh, bottomless denim shorts. But I embrace anyone who would and could, because they've got to have a pair of balls, haven't they, if they're walking around with their uh, the hairy man butt flapping out on a on just a regular e- evening or whenever it was. It's shorts for that sure. I'm surprised if bollocks weren't hanging out the bottom of them. <laughs> Listen, I, I think it's I think it's wonderful, uh, and it's excellent, and that's just one way in which Doctor Action, the Kick-Ass Kid, making the world a better place right now, um, but with this podcast. Uh, anyway, yeah. Doc, uh, why don't we talk about uh, the movie um, that we have, cho- or you chose to do? I didn't even look into it. You were just like, "How ah, about this one?" I was like, "All right, let's do it." It's a hundred. Right, you know de- it's a hundredth episode. I think people were expecting. Like a, a a a famous one, like a big one. We went the other way. We went fuck that. Let's go. Let's go for one that uh, that that is not that well known, but it still has its place. It does. It does. Uh, Mark Dacascos. Uh, I think this is one of his first films. It was supposed to be his breakout film, and uh, he's still going strong. He's Dacascos. Puts in an appearance now and again. In is uh, in John Wick three recently. He, he is in John Wick three, and in fact, I tweeted out about the fact that uh, we. Well, I didn't say we were going to be watching this, but I just said, "Why don't? Hey, why don't you watch Only the Strong um, with Mark Dacascos? Because he's done other movies than John Wick three. Because I feel like the current people who went to see John Wick three and saw Mark Dacascos in it probably. They're not. They're not you and I, sir. They're not aware no. of the Dacascos legacy. What would they know him from? Was he in that Chef pro? Iron Chef. Iron Chef. It? But I don't even know if they would know him from that. The younger generation. I don't think that they would know him. Maybe I'd, I don't know. I'd say the action. The, the ultra action crowd would know him from Drive. Drive, which we the have me- done on and the, the show. Medi- yeah, the medium action fans, what I, I would assume is most high-profile, probably be Cradle to the Grave with Jet Li, I think. Yeah. And he's in a few more, but I think Cradle to the Grave was uh, his main one, I think. 
But he was never in Robbing the Cradle, which is uh, a whole other movie. So uh, good, mm. good for him in the uh, in the in the contentious world in which we live in, where these things are frowned upon. It's a good thing he never did that. That's all I'm saying. Yes, thank fuck he didn't. Yeah, I don't want to be talking about him in a in a a, a way that would uh, make him seem like a, a son of a bitch. Indeed. I like Mike DeCoscos. Oh, Mike Don't say call him, I just called him Mike DeCoscos. He seems like a good chap. Uh, he's been married to the same lady for many, many years. Uh, he's been married uh, to Julie Condra, who she met, who he met on Crying Freeman. That's a good film. <laughs> what, Crying that Freeman? Is a good film. I'd say, yeah, that's quite a cult film, actually, that is. Yeah. That's not a bad film. Oh, yeah. So if we were to do... A Dacascos month. If we were to make July yeah. the month uh, of Dacascos month, it lasts a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if we were to do like, you know, four or five Dacascoses in a row, what would we be looking at? We'd probably be looking at Double Dragon. We'd probably be looking yep. at Crying Freeman. Yep. And uh, what was the one you just said? The 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 Robin uh, the Cradle, Cradle one. Cradle to the Grave, but I'm not sure if it's 90s or 2000. Oh, it is 2000. So is Brotherhood of the Wolf. Shit. Well, there goes that. I'm sure we could find. Find something else then, probably. But yeah, so we could do a, a Dacascos thing, I'm sure. Why don't we yeah, do a few Dacascos movies? Why not? Someone has to. Yeah. No, who else out there is doing it? No one, really. <laughs> Nobody, I've asked. No one. They're not interested. <laughs> I've, I've gone out there, I've took the pulse of the internet, nobody else is doing it, just us. So <laughs> that's wonderful, let's do that then. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, let's talk Only the Strong, starring Matt, Mark Cascos. It's a movie from 1993, directed by my personal friend, uh, Sheldon Lettich. Um who, when I met recently, uh, I met Sheldon Lettich recently at the Alamo Draft House, um, and he couldn't have been grumpier. <laughs> I went to get a photo with him, and I was like, "Could, could I, could I get a photo with you, Sheldon?" He was like, oh, "All right." <laughs> like, it's weird, isn't it? Because I would be totally, I'd be like, "Oh my God, somebody likes me." Right. If you were Sheldon Lettich. <laughs> And, you know, like, Sheldon Lettage recently has written uh, um, movies about a secret agent dog. And I'm not even kidding. That is Sheldon Lettage's latest uh, film series uh, is a thing called Max. Uh, not to be misconstrued with the story about the art dealer played by John Cusack who tried to uh, sell Hitler's art. Uh, but instead, uh, it's... Um, a film called Max, and then Max 2, White House Hero, and it's a German shepherd, a military dog that helped American Marines in Afghanistan, returns to the United States, and is adopted by his handless family after suffering a traumatic experience. And that is directed by Boaz Yakin, uh, another uh, well-known action uh, writer-director, um, and uh, who made stuff like The Rookie, uh, and Dust Till Dawn 2, uh, uh, and Safe. Oh, no. So do they do these things for days or something? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it stars Thomas Hayden Church, uh, 
and a guy called Josh Wiggins, who I don't know who the fuck that is, but whatever. It's also got a guy in there called Luke Kleintank, which is one of the best action names ever. Hi, I'm Luke Kleintank. Kleintank, I like that. Yeah. That could be like a new private eye on the scene, couldn't it? He's just moved to the to a new town. Yeah. He doesn't know anybody, but he'll get the fucking job done. Yeah. He get out of here, Kleintank. You can't, <laughs> can't use some of your L.A. moves around here. We're small town. I can, and I use the word cunt a lot. I'll do whatever the damn hell I want. I'm Kleintank. Uh, NC-17. Kleintank. Yeah. Coming to Amazon Prime next fall, <laughs> just after Bosch and Goliath, two shows <laughs> nobody watches. Uh, Amazon has renewed Bosch for an 18th season, even though people are still like, what the fuck is Bosch? Yeah, I always I saw that <laughs> advert and I thought to myself, that's a piss thing. That looks shit, that does. That looks I'm like a that. lord of old wank. Oh, I reckon right. that he must do that for like a grand a year. Uh, what the guy in Bosch? I reckon. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he's uh, like, how much you pay me? Thousand dollars. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do an episode. I'll do another eighteen episodes then. <laughs> <laughs> Bosch Goliath <laughs> yeah. and now Klein Tank, a new <laughs> Amazon Prime show. Uh, which you know, no take the piss, they fucking buy it. Especially if we got Gary Busey on board. Oh my god, Gary Busey is Klein Tank. Uh, that would be a movie that I would watch quite happily. Do you know what I watched recently? I watched three uh, uh, James Glickenhaus films, including the newly Blu ray released Slaughter of the Innocents. Is uh, that good? Oh, it's hands down one of the weirdest, funniest, and most amazing films ever made. It doesn't know what it wants to... It doesn't know if it's a kid's film. It doesn't know if it's a violent serial killer film in which kids are slaughtered. And it doesn't know if it's like a police procedural. doesn't know if it's a horror film. doesn't know if it's an action film. It's amazing. It's everything you want. It's Glickenhaus with both barrels. Uh, it's amazing. It ends with a replica Noah's Ark fill, <laughs> filled with dead bodies... And uh, um, uh, uh, what are they when they stuff animals? Stuffed animals. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Oh, uh, t- uh, taxidermist. Tax- yeah, taxidermist. A bunch of dead, a-, a bunch of dead bodies, and taxidermist things, and a serial ki- uh, taxidermist animals, including a giraffe, and a- and a serial killer on fire, in a in a Noah's Ark goes over a cliff in the middle of Arizona and explodes. It's it's. It's everything you've ever wanted from a Glickenhaus movie and more. Um, and it, <laughs> the, main, the main character is like this young computer whiz kid, um, which is hilarious considering in the same... Because you'd be like, oh, okay, so it's kind of like a father-son detective team. That's for family viewing. But then the, the opening scene features eviscerated children's carcasses <laughs> with, like, blood all over the wall. So you're like, oh, it's not a family film then. <laughs> Well, unless it's the Manson exactly family. Harry and the Hendersons too, is it? <laughs> Scott Glenn is Harry the is Harry the Sasquatch. Um, Harry's uh, gone fucking mad, Dad. But I no, I watched Sword of the Innocents. I watched The Protector, and I watched McBain. 
and what I realize they all have in common, apart from the wonderful James Glickenhaus, is that they all have end credit songs with lyrics written by James Glickenhaus, which I, if, <laughs> if Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid ever made a movie, I wouldn't want Glickenhaus to do anything but write the lyrics of the song that oh, played over imagine? the credits. <laughs> could you imagine if we got the rights to do Shakedown 2? And we rang him up, and he goes, so you want me for the directing job? We went, oh, no, we just want the end credit song, please. <laughs> we just, not, not even the music, just write the lyrics, please. Yeah, just the lyrics. Yeah. I want something about a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you remember at the end of The Protector, it's got that, like, country song where he's like, and it's one down for The Protector, or whatever. Do you remember, like, that song at the end of The Protector? I do, I, I do yeah. That's, That's being released soon here, and I think it's going to have both cuts, the Jackie Chan cut and the James Glickenhouse cut. Yeah, I've got the Shout Factory Blu-ray that's got this, and it's got that and Police Story on it, I think, is the double bill. Crime Story. Crime, Crime story. story. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Crime Story. <clears throat> and um, uh, uh, it's got both cuts on there as well. I only ever watch the Glickenhouse cut, though. I am loyal to Glickenhouse. Um, yeah, I love a bit of Jackie Chan myself. Well, me I do too. love the Glickenhouse thing. But I'm all about the Glickenhaus. When I watch it, I want the authentic Glickenhaus experience. I don't want any of Jackie mm-hmm. Chan's nonsense. I, I, I listened to an interview recently with Jackie Chan, and he was talking about The Protector, and he says, because um, he, everybody seems to think that he hates it, and he sort of says, no, I needed to make it to sort of see that I, I need to be in control myself. So it did have a good turn, really. Oh, and he's not I mean, actually Gl- super In, <clears throat> in the interview, Glickenhaus says, like, me and Jackie got on great. This is exactly the kind of movie they wanted for his American market. I said that I was going to do it my way, and they were all happy with that, and Jackie was all happy with that. We hung out together. We There was some holiday, I don't know if it was July 4th or Thanksgiving or something, <clears throat> while they were making it, but apparently their two families hung out together and had um, a holiday dinner together, and it was all good. And he said Jackie took it back to Asia, realized that to sell it over there, he needed to add a few scenes, and so he added a few scenes to sell it over there. He said, but it was all done after the fact. When we were making The Protector, mm. it was Glickenhouse's way, and it was that was the yeah. story they were going to do. And Jackie, after the fact, looked at it and went, I think I can sell this better in Asia with a few more uh, kung fu scenes in it. More <clears> fights, that, less airy fannies. And that's what, he, that's what he added to it. Uh, Glickenhouse brings... Mm. His own added hairy fannies, which I feel like appeal to an American audience. <laughs> the, American yeah. audiences so are not interested in acrobatics. They want, you know, incredibly uh, uh, follically heavy uh, vaginas, and that's what Glickenhouse brings to a proceedings. So that's yeah. that's fair, I think. Yeah. So I'll buy it. So like I say, it's got the Jackie Chan cut on it and the uh, hairy fanny edit as well. <laughs> but does it, it come out? <laughs> does it come with a forty-five? Of the Protector song with lyrics by Jim Glickenhaus. That's what I want to know. I fucking hope so. <coughs> I hope so. Well, so I ain't buying it. Yeah, All right, then. it will do. Doctor Action and the Kick-Ass Kid commentaries is part of AfterMovieDiner.com. If you want to support AfterMovieDiner.com, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash AfterMovieDiner. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash AfterMovieDiner. If you like the content here on this podcast... 
All the money will be uh, funneled back to support everything under AfterMovieDiner.com. We also have great movie reviews, interviews, news, and all the rest on the website, so please do check that out. If you want a direct way to support Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid, why not write us a review on one of the many podcast platforms, whether it's Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spreaker, wherever podcasts are found. Write us a review and rate us. After a short advert, we'll be going straight into the Only the Strong commentary. Enjoy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let us uh, start only the strong um, the uh, thing, and let's talk over the top of it. Right, let's go. Right. Remember how we do this then? Right, I'll count as in. You ready? <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. All right, and we start with the 20th Century Fox logo and those ever so memorable drums and trumpets. Yeah. This and is then... the point where I go, fucking Star Wars. This, this is the point where I go, oh. wait a minute, what's Doc <laughs> forcing me to watch? Is he forcing me to watch some nature documentary? I don't care about birds. I'm not interested in nature. I don't want anything to do with this. Um, but uh, then I realized that it says it's a film by Sheldon Ledditch. I'm like, oh, I'm in good hands then. He made Double Impact, which also recently got a very sweet Blu-ray in the U.S., Never been released here on Blu-ray. What hasn't? Double Impact. Oh, you should get it, dude. Get I it. bought it when I was in New York. Get an import. Because it's it's a yeah. Boobs. I, no, I bought boobs. it when I was in New York with you. Subtle Sheldon Leonard's boobs. That man has an enormous yeah, sack. Grapefruits. Yeah. I don't like birds. Get them off my screen. Oh, there's fucking fish as well. It's too much nature in this movie, Sheldon. What? Show me fighting. Sheldon, it's about your film. What? There was a cock or two in it. <laughs> <laughs> boobs. Look at that. More boobs. Should I not be objectifying people who are washing clothing in an old traditional style? I do you want. Do, I, do whatever <laughs> you want, mate. Come on, the world's going to shit. If I can't appreciate a pair of boobs, who can? I love the way that Dacascos gets a reveal, even though the audience while watching this would be like, who's that then? <laughs> Because this was like his first movie. It's not like he turned around and everyone in the audience went, oh, DeCascos. He turned around, people went, oh, went oh, you know that is? Ooh, that's the bloke who's on the poster outside. <laughs> I think he's the star of the movie. Yeah. 
Banana way. This song's been in my head for oh, fucking yeah, it's days. Been, it's, it's a real earworm, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know this film? This film is all about how the um, Hawaiian, Filipino, Spanish, Chinese, uh, Japanese, and Irish man keeps takes the black man's uh, capoeira and uh, steals it and co-opts it. Uh, that's what this movie's all about. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, because Dacascos is interesting. He's from Hawaii. His father is Filipino, Spanish, and Chinese ancestry. His mother is Irish and Japanese ancestry. And his name sounds fucking Greek. So... <laughs> but it's all about how that person takes the black man's fighting method and dancing method and co-ops it and uses it to help inner-city children. Yeah. I mean, I reckon Mark Dacascos got his ancestry DNA results back and they were like, fuck you now, your family didn't mind shagging about, did they? They weren't racist. <laughs> There's everything here, mate. <laughs> Mark Dacascos literally represents humanity as, as a, as a yeah. person. He's got 3,000 passports. Yeah. <laughs> I looked on my Ancestry.com, I found out I've even got a little bit of Belgian. But that might be just because <laughs> of that night in Brussels. With that lady yeah. I met. Yeah. So, Doc, how many of these moves have you since learnt, since watching this? Loads of them. Yeah. Loads of them. I fall on my arse. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you, so what you've... do you think about the old dancing jujitsu thing? Well, it's cap, cap, capoeira. Is that what it's called? Capoeira. They say it like 785 times in this movie. Um, this was like this. This was the movie, I think, when they were going through all the martial arts, and they were saying, you know, they had a jujitsu movie, they had a, you know, a gymnastics movie, they had a, a keto movie, they had a, um, what, what's Jeff Speakman? Uh, what's the martial art he does? Kempo. Uh, they had a Kempo movie, and they were like, we need a Capoeira movie. And Mark Dacascos was like, I'm just the man. And they were like, you are several men. And he was but like, he that's right. he doesn't do it in any of his other films. No, but he he is a practitioner of uh, one-hop kwendo, uh, muay thai, kupak, Capoeira, uh, wushu, um, and... I don't know. But his father's style of martial arts was one hop quendo. Ah. Uh, I thought I recognised it. Yeah. Uh, but this is definitely the Capoeira movie, as you know, yeah, because yeah. they won't stop playing this fucking song. <laughs> and they mention the word Capoeira in about 17 different scenes in the film. What, what minutes are you on with yours? Uh, I'm on 5.26. Oh, right, OK. I'm a, I'm a few seconds behind, but all right. Oh, I'm on the bus going into Miami with the hardcore yeah, I'm on rap. That bus, yeah. To let, yeah, I'm only a few seconds behind you. Let you know that it's 1993. They've got a bit of hip-hop rap playing. Mm. He's on a bus. He's going to Miami. There's an old bald man on a bench drinking probably some Sambuca or something. Stanley. I don't know. <laughs> Excelsior! It was a very early cameo by Stanley. It was this and yeah. then more rats. 
Yeah, because nobody knows it, but Stanley in, even wrote Mark Dacascos. And he is, he's got DNA from all over the world, and they're just going to call him Mr. World. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. But, but Mark yeah. Dacascos already took the title. Yeah, but this mustachio bastard wanted the role. Yeah. What I like about Sheldon is he's not afraid to show uh, all Real the... People. Yeah, all the reality, all the local yeah. color and and yeah. light and vibrancy of the Miami scene, including a very animated uh, Rastafarian gentleman on a telephone and a mustachioed fuck buying sandwiches, or whatever that scene was all about. Nobody knows what it was about except Sheldon. He's such a deep man. You know what? You know what? I bet. Yeah, I bet it's got some some deep seated knowledge about the world uh-huh. it's just it's just totally gone over our heads yeah probably well we weren't around in the 90s in miami where yeah. they you know they did cocaine in high schools you wouldn't take a shit in there would you no <laughs> well i might take a shit in one of the sinks <laughs> yeah but then you would probably get cocaine on the asshole and that that's yeah. a good trick though that's a good trick yeah. sticking the dollar bill to your forehead a great trick. Yeah. Oh, look, auditioning for Clueless. Yeah, and the thing is, though, he won't want that because what he doesn't know is that bloke's got AIDS and you won't <laughs> want it. You won't want it after it's been in his mouth. <laughs> Jeffrey Lewis. Jeffrey uh, Lewis. Reprising you know his what? role after I Double Impact. He, he worked with him in Double Impact as well, didn't he? He did, Sheldon yeah. 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 Sheldon and Jeffrey used to go... Uh, Trowling the L.A. streets for Poontang back in the day. You know it. You know it. And Jeffrey got all the women. I think either Jeffrey Lewis Lewis had some shit on Sheldon Ledditch or (laughs) vice versa. Because he's like, yeah, you you know I'm going to be in your new film. I want to play the school teacher. He throws a few punches and kicks later in the film. Jeffrey Lewis has got a fucking great filmography. Did a lot of work with Clint Eastwood. Well, Jeffrey Lewis could have played uh, all the parts Sean Connery played, but with an actual American accent. Because he's <laughs> got, true, like, actually. a Sean Connery thing about him. I know they joke about it in Double Impact, but he does have, like, a Sean Connery thing about him. Yeah. Well, that's why I always see Jeffrey Lewis at cons with Sean Connery in front of him in a hundred-pound thing, saying, "Oh, I'm doing autograph. I mean, I'm doing autograph." I'm Sean Connery. I promise you. Look, I'm we're Sean both Connery bald. With a Jeffrey Lewis slant. Oh no, Jeffrey Lewis died, didn't he? Is Sean Connery still alive? Sean Connery's still alive. Wow. So Sean Connery could technically go to cons and pretend he's Jeffrey Lewis. <laughs> yeah, he could do it the other way around. Which, yeah. if you were Sean Connery, you'd rather pretend to be Jeffrey Lewis, wouldn't you? Then oh, you do, wouldn't you, you do that? If I saw Sean Connery, I'd go up to him and go, oh, I fucking loved you in Only the Strong. Yeah. <laughs> the funny <laughs> thing is... Making I, don't, that one. I don't remember doing that. Should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. Um, yeah. You go up to Sean Connery and, and you go... Wait, are you that arsehole who made Entrapment? He went, no, 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 I'm uh, Jeffrey Lewis. I was in Only the Strong. <laughs> Wait, did you make Zardos and wear a red nappy? No, 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 Only the Strong and Double Impact. That was me. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. I was also in High Plains Drifter. 
and every witch will be able to lose. You can it's tell that this is a violent uh, high school because the woman was doing her hair in a bit of broken glass. Can't even afford yeah. mirror these people. No. Uh, it's a very sad state of affairs. Please. Jeffrey Looking Lewis can't even afford hair. <laughs> he has to go and have his lunch with him. Yeah. His only, his only chance during the day to get away from the rowdy bastards. And he goes, now nah, I'm going to have lunch with him. Yeah. I'm going to go sit down in the uh, lovely uh, tables and chairs that we have at this glorious high school. And uh, here's a fact for you listeners. This was actually made at the same place where they filmed Grange Hill in the 80s. Yeah, true story. It's, got, it's gone down a bit, gone down a little bit. Yeah. But that's since Danny Kendall died. That corduroy jacket, though, can you imagine wearing that in Miami? I'd be sweating like a whore in church. Yeah, that's why that's why he's got no hair on top of his head to let the heat out. Let the heat he's out. actually got a lovely head of hair. He just uh, he just removes it. He just, just removes it. Yeah, it's one of his great yeah, versatile as an actor. That's why he's so versatile. I love the way so how people ran after him, and I didn't know what was happening in this scene. I'm like, are they about to sing or something? But no, they weren't. And this about guy, to this uh, Rastafarian guy. Was from uh, Mark for Death. Yes, he One is. One of our first. I think he's still wearing the same trousers that he was wearing in Mark for Death. Either that or Seagal had those trousers uh, torn up and made into a jacket. He reminds me of a very angry Maxi Priest. Yeah. I think that's the other reason why you and I took such a long time off between doing commentaries, Doc, was because Seagal became such a fucking arsehole. I mean, he was always an arsehole, but in the last couple of years, I feel like he's become, you know, yes, his his gut swelled to Olympic lengths, and I think that his uh, uh, ego and his arseholeness has also swollen to the point where I can't even make jokes about him because he's just that much of a knobhead. Yeah, yeah. Sort of going. Oh no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the envoy for Russia. It's like nobody asked you to do that. Yeah, no, no, nobody. Nobody, nobody asked nobody. you to do that. Is that I'm going to be the special envoy to Russia? I'm like, Seagal, have you seen what's happening with Russia? Maybe not. Maybe don't do that. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it, Johnny. <laughs> do you reckon he calls Donald Trump? Hey, Donny. Hey, Donny. <laughs> I've been to Russia's. I've been talking to your friends, the Putins. I ate all their steak, Johnny. No more steak left in Russia. Not now. I ate all the bison. Danny, Danny, why are you giving all the people uh, McDonald's and KFC? You should be giving them high-grade beef. This yeah, is, I, this is I, I love it the way. Yeah, the way Jeffrey Lewis is sort of just getting involved with it, yeah. sort of, you know, trying to break up a fight on school grounds. Yeah, instead instead of trying to break up the fight, he's like, wait a minute, people seem to be enjoying watching it's, this guy kick the I shit out be, of the other guy. I could be taking bets on this yeah, shit. Yeah, we could be making money off this. Yeah, imagine if that's what he was watching. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I could really help the school out. He goes, fuck the school. <laughs> Let's make some money, motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, I want, could, I want to buy some hair. We could give you 12 of the worst children for you to teach capoeira to, or 
You could just come down here every day, beat up a drug dealer. You know, that's a good thing anyway. Uh, meanwhile, I'll take, you know, ten bucks a pop. How about that? Because in the 90s, when this was made, ten bucks was probably worth like a hundred dollars, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, at least. I would assume. At least. least. I love, I love how uh, in this uh, school they have, you know, they have the couple of people who support Mark Dacascos, the couple of people that need to be won over, and then there's the, like, two guys who are like, don't be fucking ridiculous. This is the dumbest idea I've ever heard of. Like, they're just the, the needlessly negative and aggressive double act that, that are bringing conflict to a situation that doesn't need any. They're the fucking naysaying cockwombles. Yeah. We all have them in the office. It's usually me. I love it. The, this guy, this guy here is just about to talk. He's like, I'm wearing a blazer and I've got beige pants on and I don't know quite what this tie is. But let me tell you something. Whatever they're talking about, Capoeira, Kappa Kappa, Kappa Delta, whatever they're talking about, it's all bullshit. I don't like any of it. And I will bet my beige pants on the matter. <laughs> He's like such a fucking... I've got shares in <laughs> Intel something. <laughs> I vote Republican. I'm a cunt. The, be the best thing about him as well is like, what's, what's his alternative? Because I can't imagine he's teaching anybody anything. He's sitting down Which in class. Which is that guy? Yeah. What, 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 do, what, what, because they never find out, but what do you think he's a teacher of, the, the beige pants guy? I reckon he teaches, um, <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Marx, what a load of old bollocks, commie rubbish. Descartes, don't be confused by the French, fuck them. <laughs> he just goes to all the I mean, philosoph philosophers just being like, fuck it, all those guys. He goes, Mark Dukoskis, what are you actually doing? And he goes, I teach Russian literature in the 19th century. Yeah. But I don't believe your style of violence will work on the children, Mark. Yeah. And I like how uh, she shows up, sees him fighting, immediately becomes moist, and then later Sheldon has to crowbar in the fact that they kind of dated earlier when they were both at the same high school. But, like, from the moment that she sees... He put the tip sees... in and he wants to put the rest in. <laughs> Sheldon just writes, flashback to sticking the tip in. DeCascos is like, it's not that kind of movie, Sheldon. He's like, let, let me film it. Let, let me just film it. <laughs> Look, I've already filmed it once. <clears throat> also, this guy is like, I'm a, I hate you. I hate your capoeira or whatever you're talking so about. They're the same guy. Same, guy. The same guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to take yeah. her home and I'm going to put all of my shaft in her. He's not a Republican. He's worse. He's worse. Because not all Republicans are arseholes, but that bloke looks like a fucking tiresome little shit. He is. Uh, and he's the, the assumption here is, is at this point is that he's banging Dukaskos' ex. It's not a front door. And I want to ask you this, Doc. Mm -hmm. If you came back <clears> to town many years later and found out that your old high school crush had grown up to be a beautiful woman... But she was sleeping with beige pants blazer guy. You would he, you wouldn't want his sloppy seconds. I mean that would that would never be anything that you would be like. Oh, you're not with him anymore. Sure, come over to me. Like no, oh, definitely. She's dead to you. She'd be dead to you. I'm telling you. Uh, 
I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll consider it, but you're gonna have to pour some bleach down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to. I don't want to put it near where he's been. I don't want to catch what he's got. You're gonna need to get one of those large pipe cleaners. Yeah. Also, where does the school have the money for like just a spare firehouse? Do you know what I mean? They're like the school itself could need renovation, but they're like. Should we renovate the school? Fuck no, let's buy an old firehouse and renovate that. Why? He needs a place to do his dancing. What I don't believe is, right, more de Cascos, I believe it, because it's its little project, but the fact that Jeffrey Lewis is like, I'll help you on my day off. Yay! I'm not getting paid for it, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Why, why Why would you set up a fucking martial arts school when you could be a ghostbuster? Right, exactly. So fire out. And is this a secret Ghostbusters sequel? It'd be, it wouldn't be great. Well, it would be great because this guy in the <laughs> whatever the fuck that shirt is, that see-through white waistcoat, whatever that is, we could pretend he was already dead and a ghost. That's why it would yeah. be great if it was a sequel. Because be like, I mean, oh. I mean, yes, he's an uh, odious little tit, but at least he's dead. <laughs> I mean, he went out this morning voluntarily wearing that. Well, voluntarily, yeah. He went, oh, what, what shall I wear? Well, I have, this, I have this handkerchief with a couple of sleeves in it. <laughs> also, how many people are wearing waistcoats? Was it was like waistcoats a big thing in 93? Do I forget that? There's like four Maybe it was America. wearing waistcoats. Although, thinking about it, was 90210 big then? Because yeah. didn't they all wear waistcoats? Did they all wear waistcoats? Yeah, it might have been. It was a thing, I think then. so. Look at these two old people. This old lady's like, I came all the way down here to give you these files. Um, he was fingering me in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know he was. He's like, don't give these files to Jeffrey Lewis. He'll take them he home got- and wank to them. He goes he goes over to Jeffrey Lewis and just puts his fingers up to his nose and he goes, That's success that is Lewis. I just fingered her in my car. I just I know that I just made a joke about Lewis wanking off to teenagers, but people just have to put up with it. Um also the yeah. uh the undershirt vest budget on this movie was through the roof. Um when the it, of the six million dollar budget that this movie had. Can you believe this movie cost $6 million? Even in 93, that seems a lot of money to me for this film. Anyway. I'd probably still be looking into where that money went. Yeah, well, $3.5 million of it went to buying vests. <laughs> yeah. And the other the other .5 million <laughs> went to waistcoat budget. Yeah, the rest went on a wig for Jeffrey Lewis and it didn't work. What a waste. This guy got it instead. <laughs> Not him, not him. The guy with the square sunglasses who won't turn yeah. off his boombox. Yeah, him. Look at that mane. Did you... I mean, films from the, the 90s, this sort of film, they, they all sort of shared the same sort of... Go into an inner city. Yeah. The shit out of them. They'll learn the lesson. Well, it's Dangerous Minds, isn't it? Only with... Uh, I've never seen Dangerous Minds. Only with less talented people. Uh, <laughs> immediately after watching this movie, I watched Breakin and Breakin 2 Electric Boogaloo. That's a true story. I literally watched this yeah. movie 
uh, uh, on a marathon with those other two movies. And just when I thought people dressed ridiculously in this movie, uh, when I watched Breakin', I was like, oh, oh, no, wait, the 80s were so much sillier than the 90s. Um, yeah. But I can't wait till people look back to, like, the 2000s and the 2010s, and they... Uh, can you believe this is, like, 30 years old at this point or whatever this movie is? Like, close to 30 yeah. is, like, 27 years old. Can you believe we're that old? I know. I, I can't believe that. I still feel it's like I'm fucking 15. scary. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that every decade, the, the further we get away from it, the sillier we look. But we were all there. We were all doing it. Yeah. We were all dancing the, like this, weren't we? Yeah, wearing the waistcoat pajamas. Oh, poor Mark DeCascos. His trousers shrank. Yeah. Well, that's because he doesn't use. Uh, we borrowed him off Danny DeVito. He doesn't, he doesn't use uh, gain non shrink. He just uses the cheap brand because they're not paying him anything for his. Nah, they're not. For his Capoeira, 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 cappuccino. Also, uh, can I just point out a major flop, major plot point here? This guy with the the moulet and the waistcoat, yet another waistcoat. This guy here, he is all like, "Fuck your dancing! I'm not gonna fucking dance." And then you find out his fucking cousin is like king of the dance, lord of the dance. So he's like, wait yeah. a minute, that doesn't make any sense. You can't be anti-dance if on your weekends you all get in a circle, clap, do the capoeira song while your cousin farts around. You can't say, well, I'm too cool yeah. for dancing. Well, unless I'm with my uncle or cousin or whoever it is. Is it his yeah, cousin but... or his uncle? I don't know. I think it's his, uh, I think it's his cousin. Okay. But see, the thing is, when they all finish doing the dance, the, he pulls out a biscuit and he always loses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, some kind of circle jerk? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus let me tell you are you not gonna? Are you not gonna get yours out and join in? No, I'll just eat it. Do you think practitioners of Capella watch this movie and think it's like desperately authentic, or do you think that they watch um, it and they? Certainly, some moves. Certainly, some moves. Uh, especially if Mark Cuscus did the uh, fight coordinating for it. He studied under Mestre Amansanto. Who is also a voodoo priest and um, rather good player of bagpipes. 
Amansanto. Lead singer as well of status quo. <laughs> it's true but story. But nobody knows that. True story. True story. Uh, he's actually an Afro-Brazilian mestre of the acrobatic martial art of capoeira and has acted in roles practicing his art in two Hollywood movies, Only the Strong and Kickboxer 4, and created much of the former's fight choreography. Who's that? That's Mestre Amansanto. Is that the is that his cousin, Blake, or is that the the um? Who is that? <laughs> Which guy is that? I don't know. He, he was know the one who trained uh, uh, trained oh, Mark Dacascos. Ah, uh, okay. But he is apparently in the movie as well. So let me look him up. Amansanto. He might have a cameo in it. He does. He plays Javier. Richard Coker. He plays Orlando. And I know him from something. Yeah, he plays Javier, who's the African-American guy dancing at the beginning. Ah, right. Okay, that makes sense. Or, sorry, more accurately, like Brazilian, African. Or, uh, but anyway, uh, he was the guy dancing at the beginning with him, and he's the guy who shows up at the end. That the Orlando guy was in Street Night. Did we do Street Night? No. Um. Yes, the Jeff Speakman movie. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's in an episode of Quantum Leap as well. Well, there we go then. You never just sit there and just, you know, have a wank. No, they were always they? reading up on the next day's activities. Probably, yeah, they're, probably... never, they're never real in these films. No. Probably catching up on the script. He's like, what is it I have to say tomorrow? Sheldon Ledger's just like... Banana away. Banana away. Banana away. Banana away. Banana away. Throw that banana away. <laughs> Throw it away. Ban banana. Throw the banana away. Banana away. Throw it away. And he's like, in just one day, I've learned the true beauty of... He looks like, um, uh, oh, who's the biodome guy who everyone hates from the 90s? Paulie Shaw. Yeah, he looks like him, doesn't he? He does, yeah. And that's not good. (laughs) But do you suppose that when he was, like, back in the 90s, he would, like, go into nightclubs and try and tell everyone that he was Paulie Shaw? Probably. Probably, probably, got, many, probably got him some How many women. fucking vintage fire trucks they have? They could have sold some of them, made some money. Well, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'd probably... Why the fucking hell did... Whoever owned it... I don't know if it was the city who owned it. They go, oh, we're selling the fire station. There's two vintage trucks in there. Fuck it, just sell it with the building. I'd, I'd have it as like my pimp mobile, wouldn't you? Fire yeah. engine. Women love firemen. Also, they do that big renovation to the fire station and then he ends up teaching them outside. They could have just gone to a dirty piece of <laughs> land in the park. I mean, they're just wasting yeah. money all over the shop here. They yeah, have all this no money to waste. So much. What? No wonder their budget was so much. Right. Also, he's living in it. So, wait, did they buy yeah, it and they're yeah. just like, it's his house now? That's a pretty... Yeah, imagine, I'd be fucking brilliant. I know what I'd do. 
I'd redirect the calls to that fire engine still. Yeah, fire of course. Out. It's just co constantly ringing to Costco. He says, oh, I didn't get any sleep last night. It's going <laughs> to fucking change a fire alarm. I had to go get a cat out of a tree. Not a fire alarm, smoke alarm. Yeah, yeah, cat out of a tree. I had to put 17 fires out single-handedly with a vintage fire truck. Yeah, dancing as I did it. Banana away. Banana away. Throw the banana away. Banana away. <laughs> bandana yeah, break away. Break it off. He's such a shitty teacher. He has them for two days, doesn't teach him a single thing. Yeah. Wax on, wax off. Yeah. No, I wanted to keep you behind because uh, I've been watching you. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Have you ever seen a man with his shirt off? <laughs> Did you know I've got my nipples burst? <laughs> I am a self-confessed player of the pink oboe. Jeff, Jeff. I've never heard it referred to as. Oh, it's an old Peter Cook. That's car. a fucking. That, that's a classic car, isn't it? Yeah. Jeffrey Lewis is coming in. He's like, they better not be fucking. Yeah. Oh wait, no, no, it's okay. They seem to be dancing. That's a lot less suspect. Yeah, it goes in this nude doing yeah. it. They're both nude. Really, that, that's what it is. That big thing next to is what you see. What really long knob. Yeah. He's like, in one day, I've taught this kid the uh, everything he needs to know about capoeira. It's just how easy it is. <laughs> You're a black belt already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck it, if I did that, I'd rip my pants. Yeah. I did rip my pants. Can, can you remember when we did those those uh, photos? And I yeah. tried to do kick in New York. I couldn't get my leg that high. No. Fucking tight jeans. I know. Well, you know... It's it's all they sell these days. You can't buy the yeah. baggy baggy jeans anymore. And I've tried. I've tried. I've gone into stores. I've asked. They've said, no. Wear the tight ones. And I've said, but I have a penis. And they're like, it doesn't matter. I, I don't mind wearing the tight I can wear the tight ones. I've not got a penis, though. It's very small. Yeah, I can't wear the tight ones. Donate your cock if you've got a small cock. That must mean you're unlike a horse. So where in the capoeira training do you think tripping someone over who looks like an ass? Where do you think that comes in the list? I'd say that's one of the last things you learn. It's one of the last things you learn. Yeah, it's a dirty move. You don't need to do it. I mean, look at that. He's only been training a fucking day. Can he put his tongue away? That was obscene. No. Oh. He has to. He has to put his tongue out of his mouth so his brain's got more room to think. Yeah, he's got to leave his tongue hanging out so he can get air to his brain, which he keeps in his molars. He's such a. They cast this guy right though. I'll he's tell you such what. Such a fucking oily tit. Who, who'd like he's, him? He was Oscar nominated for it. Was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, the well, guy you mean he, he was? You mean stomach. he was nominated by Jeff Oscar? A man who yeah. has his own award show that he only invites young, shiny men and, to. And 
very strange that he's never done another award show yeah. and he's he's never given another award away. But he did have this bloke round for the weekend where he gave him one. <laughs> he gave him one, yeah. An yeah. award, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's pictures and videos online. I've sent the link out. What seems weird about this dance is it's not in any way in time with the music. Yeah, or cool. <laughs> I know that the whole movie is meant to be like, hey, look how cool you can be, but I just looked at this and it was like, you would never in a million... You'd have to pay me money to do this, and you'd have to pay me even more money to do this on camera. There is no way that I would be... Would you rather get beaten up than pull out these moves? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the answer. Claire would be like... I the fucking kick the shit out of you. I'd have ruptured your spleen. Why didn't you do your moves? I went, because I'd look like a twat. They'd have killed me. Yeah. I can, you know, and then, then, then you're like, in, someone comes to punch you, and he's like, you could always cartwheel out of the way. You're like, no, that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't still work. still go down uh, the road, coward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. Capoeira is tripping people, cartwheeling, and dancing like a tit. Basically, yes. Outside yeah. of that, it's got one leg move that's a bit like a roundhouse kick. So a roundhouse kick then. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a roundhouse kick, yeah. dancing like a tit, tripping people, and cartwheeling. All Anything right. else? Bongos. <laughs> Bongo. Anything else? Well, there is this stick on which I've attached some ribbons. Oh, ribbons, yeah. eh? We play a hooker duck. Do tell... <laughs> What's that for, then? We don't know. It's only got one oh. string on it. How do you play it? Well, you play the string by hitting it with another twig. All right, then. Why Why? Why do you do that? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just what I watched. It's just what I saw, so I just decided to do it. Yeah. He gives it round to somebody. He goes, oh, no, you're doing it wrong. And they go, how the fuck do you know you're doing it right? There's only one <laughs> fucking note. This guy's still not having any of it. And then, look at the guy's face in the background. The guy's gormless face in the background. That's amazing. The sweaty kid over his shoulder. He's my yeah. favourite actor in the whole film. Yeah. He's a strange-looking guitar. She's wearing a waistcoat as well. God, I bet, the, I bet the once the 2000s rolled around, the bottom dropped right out of the waistcoat market. Put so many people out of business. Miami... The Miami um, landfills full of waste. <laughs> you can just see and David. At- you, you can see David Attenborough on the on the blue ocean, and so we go to the Pacific Ocean, only to find most of it taken up with waistcoats. Yeah, waistcoats, <laughs> snake oil. And fucking loom bands. If you're a parent of the past few years, you'll know what loom bands. What I mean by that? That was a fucking fad. I oh, look. I this is where I'd want to play basketball. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Somewhere where nobody can hear a gunshot. People say that plastics are destroying the earth. But the truth of the matter is, if you go to the Atlantic coast just off Miami, you'll find thousands and thousands of waistcoats clogging Mother Earth's bladder and causing waistcoats to wash up onto the shore of Miami beaches, killing 17 turtles a day through waistcoat death. This must be stopped. The only way it can happen is if we tell people to never wear waistcoats again. That's what they should do. And they should redistribute every waistcoat they find. And they should bring waistcoats back. I'd wear one if it saved the planet. The only waistcoat worth wearing is an environmentally safe waistcoat made out of rice paper. You remember rice paper. They used to stick it onto the bottom of coconut macaroons. Nobody knows why. <laughs> you remember going down to, like, the penny sweet store and buying, yeah. like, sheets of rice paper for a penny? Do you remember yeah. that? And, like, yeah. me saying that makes me sound like I grew up in Dickensian England. Yeah, it does. It, it does. It makes me... Oh, when I used to go down to... If you were lucky. If you were lucky, you got one. <laughs> they, they had three colours of rice paper... Why pink and blue? They all tasted the same. It was just like chewing paper, really, but for a penny. We actually paid someone to chew paper. But, it, yeah, it makes me sound like an old person, but it's absolutely true. There used to be a, a sweets shop in my town that I grew up in that had all the big jars of stuff behind the counter, and one of the things you could buy for a penny was rice paper. It was a yeah. thing. Gummy bears were half a P, so it's two for a penny, wasn't two it? Two for a penny. And then you had uh, flying saucers with the sherbet in them. Yeah. And you had, like, gobstoppers, and they had uh, bonbons, the lemon bonbons and the toffee bonbons. They were white. Don't know why. Probably racism. Yeah, probably. Because toffee's, oh, toffee's brown, in it? But someone probably was like, we don't want brown bonbons. Yeah. Just white and yellow ones. Now, before I'm menacing, if I want to menace anyone, I light up a little cigarette as well. Cigar or whatever. Yeah. Little fancy cigarette. Cigarello. Yeah. Like, I don't smoke the big cigars. I smoke <laughs> the tiny little ones. I'm not trying to make up for anything. And I have a ponytail. I don't drive a big car. I drive a small car. I drive a tiny car, but I get all six of my men in there. 
And I am a master at capoeira. Then, then wait a minute. Why was your cousin really against doing it? I don't know. I don't know. He's a fucking retard. He's an asshole. But he is growing his hair like mine, and that I appreciate. Yeah, we both have very uh, hair runs in the family. Hair, hair runs down our back. <laughs> we have no family name. We have family hair. Family hair. Yeah, look at this. I like all, my little shirt with the little zip, look at it. All I've noticed about you is you're not wearing a waistcoat. Yeah, but you are waistcoat racist. <laughs> if you were wearing a waistcoat, I would take you seriously. Yeah, no, I'd very much like to touch you if you were wearing a waistcoat. Look at that guy, he's wearing a leopard print waistcoat. Why not yeah. you? I want, will you come back here tomorrow with a waistcoat and I be friends? <laughs> you join gang if you have a waistcoat, okay? On why Wednesdays, is he, why is we he suddenly Russian? I don't know why he's suddenly Russian. I don't know. It's just a general accent. In a minute, he's going to be like, Why don't you wear a waistcoat? Oh, there, why Mark? don't you wear it? It'd be lovely if you wore a waistcoat. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it just add? It'd be beautiful. Oh, the waistcoat. La 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 la. Oh, he's from Sweden. Oh, where? He's wearing it. Oh, he's got a leather one. My waistcoat leather has one, I think. Very sexy. Mm. He so, must be in the family as well. He's got a massive ponytail. Let well. me ask you a question. Would you like to see man with leopard print waistcoat and man with leather waistcoat kiss? They will do it for half a penny. <laughs> penny if you want tongue. Teddy Paratong sandwich. Teddy Paratong sandwich. Same price as a, <laughs> as a jelly bear. What, I'll what take the it? rice paper. Yeah, I'll take the rice paper. <laughs> Gummy bear, jelly bear, gummy bear, you know. See, all of a sudden, everyone knows the what words to the song. Do you have to clap and sing when you're doing this thing? Like, that's got you to do, be. Yeah. Like, what if you were a police guy? And you had new capoeira, and you're like, don't worry, send me out martial arts, I'll find the bad guys and whatever. And just as you were creeping up on the bad guy in an alley, just about to make a bust, all of a sudden, 15 guys come out and start clapping and talking about throwing your banana away. you be like, no, guys, stop it, I've got, to, I've got to take down the bad guy. He's like, no, take your banana away. <laughs> take the <laughs> banana away. You're like, stop, keep quiet, I've got, to, I've got to get the bad guy, he's in that other building. Meanwhile, the bad guy's like, wait a minute, is that, Capua is that Capoeira Cop back again? <laughs> Capoeira, Capoeira Cop, Cop never goes anywhere yeah. without his dancing men and his chanting <laughs> clappers. When we, when we brought you on the force, Capoeira Cop, we thought you'd be taking people down left, right and center. However, every time you go down a dark alleyway to get a bad guy, they hear you coming from a mile away. With your fucking banana away, whatever the fuck. I've thrown the banana away, it, now get on with it. <laughs> so if we were going to make Capoeira cop, yeah. right, who would you get? Would you get Mark DeCascos back or would you have him as the police captain? I, I'd, I'd have, no, I'd, I'd have him as Capoeira cop. Yeah. And I'd have uh, probably Fred Williamson or Richard Roundtree as the police captain. Okay. He's got to have a hot new young partner, though. I'd probably go for... Hmm. I would go for... A hot young new partner. Ian McKellen. I'd, I'd really go 
Ian <laughs> Yep, go completely different, and I'd go, he's 22 in this. I'd be like, you're never going to do it. I'd be like, listen, McKellen can do anything, Sunshine. Yeah. Trust and me on this. We're gonna, you, we watched... <laughs> we watched the Avengers, and we want to use some of that de-aging technology. <laughs> Get Ian McKellen in here and make him look 12. Who <laughs> <laughs> do you want? We want the love interest to be Marilyn Monroe. We'd like it to be a robotic love interest with a laser eye. A lazy eye? No, a laser eye. Oh, I thought you were talking about Forrest Whitaker. No, 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 no. We want a robot lady with a laser eye. Believe me, 2020 is all about the robot ladies. (laughs) That's because no real lady will talk to us anymore after I keep asking them to come into my shower and look at me. Look at me. And who can blame them? I love this as well, this uh, this subtle, subtle uh, uh, love scene. Mm. This subtle way it's, that he it just... It reminded me. He forcibly shoves me. her onto the ground and yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> forces her to take his greasy tongue into her mouth. Yeah. Now, what I... did this actress go on to do after this movie? Meth. Apart from cocaine. <laughs> You're like, meth. That's just showing off, that is. That is really showing off. I tried that after I watched it with Claire. Put my back out. Yeah. And you mm. took her three front teeth out as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Still made love, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, more room in her mouth, though. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I was by myself. Oh. She's been in a ton of stuff. She yeah. was recently Nikki on three episodes of the TV series SWAT. Mmm. Still going strong then. Uh, no. No. <laughs> she was in A Christmas Story 2 from 2012. Mmm. She played the dad. Yeah. Look at that. Well, that's. dirty. Dirty, he planned that. Dirty, dirty boy. He's like, watch how quickly I can get into a 69. <laughs> yeah, be quite good. If he goes, he goes, I like to do this acting where I kiss you. And she goes, okay. And he goes, don't be nervous. But I stick my tongue right in your mouth. <laughs> I hope you don't mind, but there will be tongue. Uh... <laughs> The Cascos tongue. Yeah. Capoeira was invented in the early 16th century by African slaves in Brazil. Mm, the dance moves were incorporated to disguise the fact that they were learning to fight. <laughs> Disguising the fact that they couldn't fight. Yeah. That's quite a, a unique thing then, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to do one where, where you're uh, actually hoovering. And all of a sudden, you'll just be pushing the oeuvre around and you'll just do a roundhouse kick. I think it'll catch on. 
director Sheldon Lettage was not satisfied with the movie's fight content, basically because there isn't any, claiming years <laughs> later in Put Up Your Ducks from 2010 that fight choreographer Frank Ducks did not deliver as creative of martial arts scenes as he had conceptualized. That's the same guy who did Bloodsport. Yeah. Frank Ducks fucks up again. What's going down at that firehouse? I'm fucking up the cost. You know you're killing the oceans <laughs> with that fucking waistcoat. <laughs> yes, you're dilute, you're polluting the oceans. He just stood up at Glastonbury, didn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, David, Richard, Ad- David Attenborough. Yeah. He was like, I don't know if any of you young people know who I am. Oh, they all know. But I once they had all know. I once had sex with an anteater. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he did that. He just took some shrooms backstage <laughs> and he comes out going, The ocean, I could drink it. <laughs> I once had sex with an anteater and I'm putting it in my new show. <laughs> Seven continents. David, I fucked an anteater at <laughs> Seven continents, seven anteaters. <laughs> a new show where I travel around the world fucking anteaters on different continents. It will also be very inf- <laughs> informative. <laughs> to see how hot the desert is, I've brought a penguin from the Arctic to see how he gets on here. He's dead. <laughs> Penguins don't belong in the desert. I think this Did was a valuable... Did you see that program about penguins? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a valuable lesson for us to learn, and I won't be bringing any more penguins to the desert. <laughs> I will, however, if you just move the camera over here, show you how I'm balls deep in this anteater. <laughs> <laughs> the anteater is really taking it like a pro. <laughs> the, the, director, the director is like, David, will you stop fucking that anteater? I can't stop fucking it. He doesn't. <laughs> we think he's consent for it. <laughs> you don't get anteater's consent. They like it when you take it roughly. Next week, we take a lion to the North Pole, <laughs> where we leave it there for a week. To see how he gets on. And David... What do you think would happen? Fucks another (laughs) anteater. (laughs) He's a bit fucking repetitive. I'd be like... Throw the banana away. 1993. Yeah. I'd be like, he got any any soul to soul? Yeah. At least... Got any salt and pepper? At least you've got some... I'd rather listen to fucking Michael Bolton. Oh, can you imagine if Michael Bolton had done the score to this movie? Could you amazing. imagine if Michael Bolton had done an action film with that with that hair? With that hair, he could have done. Well, it'd have been unfair. He could. They're like, teach. Do you have another tape? Nope. I've just got the Banana Away song. It's getting a little repetitive. It's on the other side. <laughs> yeah. 
He turns it over on the other side. And it's like 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. Take one down, pass it around, 98 bottles of beer on the wall. And they're like, so wait a minute. You have banana away and bottles of beer on the wall? And he's like, yes, that's that's all I have. He's like, do you have anything? They've got banana on the wall. Yeah. Why does it go? <laughs> banana on the wall, banana on the wall. 99 bananas on the wall. Throw them away. <laughs> 99 bananas on the wall. 99 bananas on the wall. Take one down and eat the banana. 98 bananas on the wall. <laughs> throw it away. Throw it away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what that song's called. I'm going to see if I can download it. He's like, I brought you to a dark, scary forest. This doesn't seem like much of a field trip. That would be all fine. It's all good. He's like, whatever you do, just don't come down to the beach between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. because me and Mrs. Teacher are going to be going at it like rabbits. Yeah, she loves it. Shoves it on the school bus. I force her to wear nothing but a waistcoat, and then I do it from behind, like David Attenborough and those anteaters. What are you going on about, Teach? Doesn't matter. Follow me. <laughs> I say, Teach, who the fuck is David Attenborough? Some bloke who's convinced plastic's going into the ocean. <laughs> it's all right. It won't come true. Look at Mark Tukuskas at the base. I just don't understand what this scene is about. Like, they do this whole field trip, and it's... What is it for? It doesn't forward the plot. It doesn't... Like, nothing happens. I just... I, I really don't understand what this is all about. I reckon they got... He got it back to the, to the uh, editing room, and they went, Dude, it's only 70 minutes long. He goes, We could just do a really random bit. I'll need another two million, obviously. <laughs> and that's just for waistcoats. Yeah. <laughs> will anyone be eating? Will anybody be wearing waistcoats on the set? Nobody's going to be wearing them, but we may be eating them as part of craft service. Will they be made out of rice paper? <laughs> I like rice paper. I like rice paper. Rice paper with little jelly buttons. Oh. <laughs> do you do you think possibly? that this fight style might have hampered Mark Dacoscos a little bit. Because people would have gone, oh, yeah, he's that dancing kung fu isn't he? Do you think? Uh, no, because I think, like, in later movies, he does other fight styles. It's not... If he was just, like, the capoeira yeah, guy... Not, yeah, not exclusive. Yeah, it would. that would be a problem, but no. This song, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom... Uh, was in Mazda adverts in the early 2000s. Well, there you go. Do you remember that? I or, or was it just in the US? I can't remember. But in the Mazda adverts, it used to be the zoom, zoom, zoom bit from the beginning of this song. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. This is where everyone lines up to jump over his dick. Look. He's literally holding his large peen <laughs> out of his... He's so literally this... got wood. Yeah. Jump! I mean, oh, he's enjoying himself like, now. Did Sheldon like take like film it from that angle and and 
Did he not look at it and go, it does, it looks a bit like Mark Dacascos is holding out a giant penis. <laughs> and he's making them jump over it. Yeah. It, it, later on, he's going to make them touch it and whittle it. Actually, this reminds me a lot of that pizza parlour. <laughs> I tell you what, oh yeah, I'm surprised he didn't break his fucking neck. Also, he's covering up that other poor kid in the picture. Yeah. You fucking show off. It's like, I'm really stressed. Yes, oh, we all go skinny dipping now. I'm really stressed. No, you're not stressed. You're just intense. <laughs> oh, he was listening to that the whole time. That was the music that was in his headphones. So Mark DeCascos yeah, came over uh, and did it. Could, yeah. you, could you turn that down? I think it's damaging your... Because we can all hear it. Yeah, like, we can all music. hear it. <laughs> yeah. We think it's damaging your eardrums because we can literally all hear it as if it was being played on the soundtrack of this movie. What, sir? The, the, sorry, not the soundtrack of this movie. Uh, uh, just we can all hear it really clearly. It must be very yeah. loud in your head. You don't want to tell the kid with the earphones that this is actually a film. He thinks he's actually on a day trip. I like to get away, Scott, and I rub it on my genitals. Yeah. Sometimes I ejaculate on it. I make my mom wash it. And then, and only then, I make her with the waistcoat. I like, and I call it, I call it the crusty waistcoat. Crusty waistcoat. It's called the... It's called a wet waistcoat game. What you do is you... <laughs> everyone starts to jerk off in a circle and you pass the waistcoat around. Yeah. And everybody ejaculates on it and you have to put it on and let it dry while you're wearing it. I don't know, man. You don't have to do it. It's just a little bit of fun. It's, it's just fun. We just do it. Really we just get in. together. We just all touch each other's peens. Yeah, it's not gay. It's not gay. It's only, you know, it's crusty waistcoat. Crusty waistcoat game. It's very normal in the <laughs> streets of Cuba, wherever I'm from. Yeah, he's not a base from like Missouri, really. A base from, a base from uh, Yorkshire, really. He's <laughs> from, yeah. I'm from a little place in Preston. Aye, uh, Lancashire. I like a good hot pot, me. <laughs> I mean, he's living the dream. He gets to drive a school bus. He gets to live in a firehouse. Yeah. Gets, basically gets paid to dance on a beach like an idiot. Oh, he missed his paper round. He did. I'm not your slave. Silverio. What do we reckon Silverio has done since this movie? Um, I reckon he's probably had a very good career selling art. Art? Let's have a look. Art. Yeah, why not? I have belief in him. I thought he'd probably have done some porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but he's got a small cart and it just held him back. He has only been in six movies. 
He was in Lionheart. Paco. He was in Only the Strong. Oh, he he's was, in wasn't he? Street Law. He's in Champions. He's in Hard Time. And he's in Hard Time, The Premonition. <laughs> Fucking hell. I reckon we could get him on the show. What's his name? Paco Christian Preto. Let's have a look. Let's see if he's on Twitter. He's currently starring and producing, or was, starring and producing in a soap opera in Mexico City in July oh. 2002. Mm. Photos of Paco Christian Preto. Let's have a look. Need something for the wank, mate. People. He's not, he's not on bloody Twitter. He's not a real person then. In, in 2019, if you're not on Twitter... You fucking no one. And I'm going to start up my own Paco Christian Pieto uh, fan club. You should do, mate. I should, you should do. do. He was in a movie with uh, Danny Trejo, Louis Mandalore, and Ken Shamrock. I.e. the greatest movie. What what movie is that? We should probably do it. Champions, it. it's called. Let's have a look. Champions. 97. Oh, yeah. Lewis Mandalore, who's also in The Quest. Yeah. With Roger Moore. Andy. Yes, he was. Oh, and my big fact. He's from Australia. Did you know that? Who is? It's Australian, mate. Who Louis is? Louis Mandalore. Is he? Louis Mandalore. Yeah, he's Australian. Oh, OK. Isn't his brother also acting as well? I'm not sure. Let's have a look. I think he has got a brother. I think. Professional soccer player. Brother of Costas Mandalore. Costas Mandalore. That's who I meant. Yeah. But Lewis Mandalore is in Avengement with uh, Scott Atkins. I bought that the other day. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Have you watched it yet? Not yet. Oh, you should watch it. See, now, if they brought more machetes to the fights, they'd probably win a few more, wouldn't they? I would think so, yeah. Oh, he's going to be in Rambo, Last Blood. Yep. Louis Mandalore, he's playing the sheriff. Oh, he's worked with, uh, he's worked with Jesse a few times, then. Yep. Louis Mandalore, yeah. He's in the deck collector. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he's been around a bit. Yeah. He has been around a bit, the old Lewis Mandalore. But yeah, I tell you what, uh, the Jesse Johnson, uh, Scott Atkins movies of late have been uh, pretty damn incredible, don't you think? Absolutely. He's uh, probably the best action director working at the minute. Did you like Deck Collector? Did you see that one? I think... I, did I see that one? The Pretty only sure one, I saw that one. The only one I haven't seen is Accident Man. I've seen... Because it didn't really get much of a release out here in the US. No. 
I've seen Debt Collector, I've seen uh, Triple Threat, I've seen Avengement. That's pretty good. And that's like only like the last two years. And Savage Dog as well, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had a very peck and par vibe to me. I enjoyed the shit out of that. I never really understood, like, why he was so angry about everything. Like, it was his cousin so integral to his business that he's like, well, if you're going to stop my cousin helping me chop shop cars, I can't, you know, I just can't work anymore. I've got to destroy an entire school. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, mate. It's not as though he's the brains of the organization, is it? Look, look at Lewis just goes at it. I've got the colourful twangy stick. I'm going to hit you with the twangy stick. I'd love it if he did a few few of these dancing moves. Yeah. I also don't think that being hit with the twangy stick would knock you out cold. Like, I don't don't (laughs) like that bit. Unless the twangy stick has, like, I don't know, chloroform in it or something. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's Loki's stick from the Avengers. He takes one slight twack to the back of the shoulders and he's down. You shouldn't burn a book, mate. No. Well, unless it's Trump's book. But it's Boris Johnson's autobiography. Oh, well, oh you could burn that. Burn all yeah. of them, then. Looks like his head's on fire, doesn't it? Also, can I just point out, incredibly selfish of Dacascos. He's just sitting on three vintage fire trucks doesn't use one of them in this situation. <laughs> yeah. He goes, where am I going to find a fucking fire truck? Yeah. Got three of them, you twat. <laughs> You've got three of them. Yeah, there is plenty of gaps to get him out. It'd be scary. Yeah, I mean, also, why does he run back in? Is it to get the ta- is it to get the stick? Why does he run back in? I never. Figured I bet it. Is. Yeah, yeah, to get the stick in it. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> Unless his tapes in there. Yeah, I run back in to get the banana away song and the twangy yeah. stick. It's like. We don't like that. We burnt this room in particular <laughs> so that we... set the place on fire? <laughs> he comes in a school bus. It's like, why aren't you driving your fire truck, you fucking idiot? Also, that, that thing's got to be a bugger to park. Fucking up. I tell you what, dead giveaway for a pedo as well, isn't it? <laughs> There seems to be a guy driving around Miami in an unlicensed school vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. He's teaching capoeira. What is that? Well, yeah. that's where people stand, stand in a circle. And, yeah, stand in a circle and dance. Yeah, that doesn't sound suspicious. Carry on. <laughs> the fire guy is just like, no, we checked him. He's dead. Next. Doesn't even try mouth-to-mouth or... Uh, Any of that heart-pumping thing that they do in movies that miraculously brings people back to life. Uh, he 
it just looks like a pork scratching. I'm so confused as to why any of this is necessary. And then this woman seems to know everything. When was the last time you turned on the, the news and the news had all the nuance of what was going on? Like, this newswoman is just like, here's the exact plot of what everyone thinks is going on right down to the last bit. Welcome to Channel 7 News, where we're going to do a plot catch-up. If you haven't been oh, paying attention. <laughs> but, like, none of this makes a lick of fucking sense. Is this all because his cousin isn't out chopping cars? Is that really what all this went on? Yeah, I mean... It... Look at Magnum P.I. Yeah, it's a bit threadbare, isn't it, the plot? They, they were reaching a bit. But it, it is very standard 90s movie. It is. And the more tight T-shirts he wears, the more it looks like he's got tits. <laughs> I he's he putting me to shame. I thought he was a guy. <laughs> he's transitioning. We're okay with that now. Yeah, it's 2019, mate. He's allowed, men are allowed to have tits. Don't come after men's tits. <laughs> Yeah, you're so unwoke. <laughs> Let me talk to this child. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You've been teaching kids to dance, you drive around in a school bus, and now you expect me to stop while you talk to a child. That's, that's about it, yeah. Uh, that's the gist of it. This cop has the best I'm a cop in a movie look of, any, of anybody ever. The mustache, think, the aviator shades. Yeah. He really took the role. To he, could be, up. he could be, um, what was it? Lean Tank. What was his name? Link Tank. In what? Tank. Uh, what, in Police Academy? No, no, no. The joke we were making at the beginning of the show. Uh, uh, Klein Tank. Klein Tank, Tank. he could yeah. be Klein Tank. Right, I'm gonna try and find this cop. I'll find out who and he I, is. If I can find and if I can find out who he is, yeah. I think we go to Amazon tomorrow with that. And do Klein Tank. Klein Tank. Let's try and find this son of a bitch. Is it Jim Vickers? <laughs> Jim Vickers. Let's have a look. What would he be known as? Just cop. Well, there's there's police sergeant Jim Vickers, and then there's yeah. Mark Salem as cop number one. Yeah, I think that'd be him. What was his name? Hawk Salem. It could be Jim Vickers. I think it's Jim Vickers. I don't know. Jim George Book Flowers in it. He is. Where is he? Yeah. I wonder he's, what he's playing. He's in every movie in the nineties, though. I'm on the wrong fucking film. What a twat. Oh well, that'll be why then. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't remember him in it. I was looking at that Champions film. He was your friend, Orlando. He was my friend. Mark Salem. 
just don't want to see you ending up like him. Cops Mark Salem. Let's have a look. He's in Band of the Hand. Well, it says that he's also in Burn Notice as Weasley Guy, and he don't look very Weasley, does he? No, I think it's uh, Jim Vickers. I honestly do think that's who it is. Now, coming up in this sequence, Frank Ducks plays a welder. Uh. Mm. This movie, this scene is a little bit like Mission to Justice. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like a set. I mean, how big is that chop shot? You'd think they'd be sort of keeping the operation small, low-key, and they go, let's go and get the biggest fucking garage we can. He's only got one outfit as well. He's got his army outfit and his vest outfit. That's it. Yeah. If he had a fucking fireman's outfit, that kid wouldn't have died. Yeah. I did think this sequence was good. I loved this sequence. I thought this mm. was like... This is where, to me, the, the movie kind of wins me back a bit. Like, this whole ending sequence. Yeah, I mean, this is the point where Mark Dacascos is... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a serious name in the action game. Because he's got the moves. He's great. There he's he is. There's Frank Ducks. So svelte. So young. <laughs> I love that as well. It does all that move with the pole and then nothing. They're like attacking one at a time with the pole. Essentially, though, the last 15 minutes of this movie is John Wick 2 and 3. Like Which the, is no problem with that. In terms of the plot of John Wick 2 and 3, yeah. I don't mean the, the obviously the fight, whatever, but like the plot of John Wick 2 and 3 is essentially the last 15 minutes of this movie. Yeah. Like the, the whole movie should have been more like this. Which, which uh, you know, we have to wait a few years for Drive. And yeah. Drive is Mark Dacascos's. Right, it's Mark, it is Mark Dacascos' best film. I know John Wick. I really enjoy John Three, John Wick Three, but it's Keanu Reeves, isn't it? Yeah. Drive it is Mark Dacascos. What do you think about the whole Bill and Ted Three coming out? Uh, I'm not a massive Bill and Ted fan anyway, so it's not really. It doesn't bother me in the slightest, to be and, honest. And what do you think about the whole setting up John Wick Four thing? I think, personally. I don't think John Wick was ever going to be a trilogy. I think John Wick was going to be John Wick. I think the next John Wick is going to be the end of the trilogy and then they're done with it. Probably going to have a few side films, but I think that'll be the last one. See, I wanted the John Wick films to just be a trilogy. Once mm. I found out there was going to be a second one, I mean, I'm with you, it should have just been one movie, but then once we found out there was going to be a second one and a third one, I'm like, do a trilogy. If the trilogy is then successful, which it has been, it's been crazy successful, do a fourth one, but end the trilogy with the trilogy. The thing that really pissed me off about John yeah. Wick 3 was that yeah. the last 20 minutes, they, he just, they, they like rewrote it so that it then, John Wick 2 and John Wick 3 essentially then end up telling the same story, which was just annoying. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a few twists. It's really good. But like I say, I, I personally think the next one is going to finish the trilogy and number one is, is the origin, in effect. Because everybody fucking seems to love superhero movies. Right. And he's basically a superhero at this point. Pretty much. And I think that's the problem. Is that they're all, you know, all action stars I mean, at this point suffer from, like, rubber man syndrome. It, they suffer from franchise. They can be bounced yeah. off anything and still survive. And therefore, yeah. like you say, they go into, like, franchise-itis. Yeah. And it's going to be super interesting what Fast and Furious 9 and 10 do without Statham and The Rock. Yeah, because Rock and uh, Vin Diesel are not friends anymore, are they, or something? No. So w Brian is out because he's dead. The Rock is gone. Uh, I don't think Statham is in 9 and 10. He might be. I don't know. Um, but you, it's funny. Like, you keep seeing people... There keeps being articles where it's like... Keanu Reeves has been asked to be in 9 and 10. And um, uh, what was his name? Um, oh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Chris um, Pratt? No. No, uh, um, Batista. Batista's been asked and he said no. Like, it's clear like Vin Diesel's going around and being like, um, other action people, could you be in my movie? <laughs> <laughs> they should just say fuck it and just make it a Kurt Russell film. Yeah. Nine and ten is just the story of Kurt Russell, and Vin Diesel just shows up occasionally and goes, "My family," and then Kurt Russell just goes on yeah. killing people. I am Groot. <laughs> my family, you come on my family, <laughs> What family? We get it. You're a family. I love this. This is my favorite sequence. It's because I hate laundry. Yeah. Also, how, who has that much white laundry? Like, KKK. The, <laughs> it's like, he fucking killed my dragon's robes. <laughs> it does look like they're setting up a meeting. Yeah. This was like a good ending. Like, everyone coming at him and stuff. Like, I, I, it almost upset me when they were like, stop killing him and just have the main bad guy fight him. Because I'm like, no, no, no. Have Dacascos take everybody down. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got to take everybody out. And you know what? Nowadays, they would. Yeah, nowadays it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This film, the first hour would be condensed into five minutes. Yeah. In a flashback. Yeah. And the rest <laughs> of it would be him killing everybody. I wish that was the film we were watching. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say, you know how you love remakes? Yeah. Let's remake only the strong, and they go, great idea, what are we going to do? Something completely different. Yeah. But what... So, let me ask you this then, Doc, because I didn't I ask you at the, the time. I want to keep the banana away song. I want to keep the banana away song. Why did you pick this movie? Uh, well, because Dukeskos is in John Wick 3... Yeah. And it's of the time, with it's, obviously Dukasco. Yeah. I think I remember seeing it, I think, when I was younger. And I remember in probably the last, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad film. It's not a bad film. It's just a, it's so, such a product of its time. Yeah. 
say, it, like I say, it would now, it would just be this all the way through. Yeah. Because it was trying to tell a story, and it's kind of like, mm, Dangerous Minds has already done it, mate. Had we they went to Dangerous Minds Yeah. I'm not sure, actually. It might have been after this. Because I always think of the movie The Principal as being... Yeah, Lucian uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah. So, yeah, I've only, I've only seen it once. It's, it's quite a good film, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's not like an action film, but it's got a very similar plot. Yeah. Dangerous Minds is 95. Do you reckon they stole from this? Well, the principles... Uh, when's the principal? Yeah, and the substitute with Tom Berenger, but I think that was after this as well, wasn't it? I think so. The, the, the principal's like 87, I think, or 88. So the principal is 87. This is 93. Right. Dangerous Minds is 95. And the substitute? 96. So this was actually one of the films that sort of started it. Well, the principal, because we have to give... Yeah, the principal. We have to give Belushi credit. Yeah, uh, class of 1984, but that was more like a cult film, wasn't it? And it didn't have any... uh, I've not That's seen the, the Substitute franchise, but uh, I've not. is it worth watching? You don't know. You've I, not seen it. I don't know. I've, I've heard uh, people say it's not too bad. Because there's, there's four of them. Yeah, there is. 5.9 on IMDb. Treat Williams is in the sequels. Ah, there you go then. What more can you say? You can buy all four on DVD for $30. $30? Yeah. Jesus. And Sniper, which Tom Berenger's other franchise, you can buy all four of those for eight ninety-five. <laughs> yeah. I've only seen the first one. And then there's a Sniper Legacy, which has Billy Zane in it. Yeah, because he was in the first one. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, Tom Berger comes back for Legacy, and then Billy Zane's back. It looks like one of those films that they uh, all come back for every now and again. <clears throat> Who knew the sniper uh, sniper films had such a following? Yeah, I mean, I've never met anyone who who gives a shit. <laughs> He's finally torn that vest off. Yeah, what a waste. Oh, wait, now they all start clapping again. If I lived in this neighbourhood, I'd be like, yeah. keep it down, you fucking clappy clappers. Yeah, fucking dance fighting on my... Sing Kumbaya on your own time. <laughs> Do you think you have to have this song playing? Yeah, you do, yeah. I also blame Leadage for filming this, like, first-person-to-first-person kind of thing, like, where you're seeing it from their point of view. It's not... It doesn't allow you to see them... Yeah, it'd be a big no-no now. Fighting. People want to see what's going on. Yeah, they want to see it connecting. 
And What's funny they also is that they <laughs> suddenly have a competing song coming up, don't they? They suddenly yeah. start... They compete whatever this is, mumbo jumbo, with uh, the banana away song. Yeah, oranges are great. Oranges <laughs> are great. <laughs> Throw the banana away. Throw the banana away. Oh, he's chopped his hair off. He's angry now. I asked for just a trim. You took three inches out of my moulet. <laughs> <laughs> just pubes. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, when he finally headbutted someone, I'm like, at last he's using something other than his fucking roundhouse kick. <clears throat> that would have got it a higher rating in England. What headbutting someone? Yeah, yeah, that can uh, get uh, that can. Thank you not. Know that can give it an 18 certificate at one time. That's fucking ridiculous, isn't that? Almost as ridiculous as the hair in this movie. <laughs> that was a good move, though, wasn't it? Yeah. That was almost Shatner-esque. Oh, okay. Shatner would have. Shatner would have can do that. I reckon Shatner talked to Cascos that. Yeah. Well, don't you remember Shatner used to do that jump up two foot kick thing that he used to yeah, do? Yeah. I, like, I always, I was always, I always liked his kung fu chop to the back yeah. to the kidneys. I mean, Shatner was the original action man, really. Right, well, he's, he's the one who originated Kung Fu. They called yeah. it Kirk Fu. Kirk Fu. Banana away. Banana away, banana. It got so confusing at this point, because I'm like, wait, they're fighting, but I've got them singing Banana Away, the other guy's singing whatever they're singing, and then I've got whatever this fucking soundtrack is doing... <laughs> Coupled with these ridiculous punch sound effects that sound like someone smashing a two by four against a fridge. <laughs> there's so Jeez, many things sounds, going on. on it sounds like somebody's letting a slab off a highway, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like someone pushing a frozen beefsteak out the back of a truck. I mean, how many times would you have to be kicked in the face? I'd have been down after the... Just when I saw him going to do one of the kicks, I'd have laid on the floor. Yeah. He's like, stop singing about the fucking banana! <laughs> the cascos is like, you're only ever going to be in six movies. This is why I'm the yeah. winner. That's impossible. And now he's down. I'd still be spinning. Yeah. <laughs> Tecascos is like, you're touching my bum. Yeah. One of you has got a finger in my bum hole. Put me down. Stop fingering my butt. I mean, this is like a lower end action film. Cause, because realistically, that guy should have his head cut off. Because he basically killed a kid. Yeah. Now, in John Wick, he would have had his penis shot off. He'd been shot through the head five times. Yeah. And uh, Joe Keanu Reeves would have tried to have fed him a book. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, the, the opening 30 minutes of John Wick 3 are some of my favourite scenes. Yeah. 
It was really just the middle when I suddenly realised, oh, right, they're not going to end it. They're going to try and rope in a part four. That's when I got pissed. Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, studio went, you know what, these are making shit loads of money. Make another. Have you got an ending for this? Yeah, well, scrap it. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. Don't ask me questions. I've been hit in the head many times. Yeah. <laughs> He's got fucking what's it? He's just swelling. He's like, who's that and what's going on? And he's like, well, let me explain. I'm not sure I can, but this guy <laughs> came... Explain. We're making an action film with Sheldon <laughs> Ledditch. He's the guy just driving off right now. We have no, we have no permits to film here. <laughs> this guy came back from Brazil. He was with the military. <laughs> he decided to clean up the school by teaching 12 of the hardest students how to dance. All right, you've already lost me. Can we back up to where this guy shows up and is teaching people to dance? Right, well... <laughs> But do you want to see the script? I really don't want to see the script. <laughs> oh, it's nice how they've all graduated, but I thought they were all doing shit in the classes, so what they actually graduated for. They graduated in Capoeira. Banana way. <laughs> I love how you think the martial arts is called Banana Way. <laughs> of course it's called Banana Way. They haven't learnt maths, English, science, <laughs> geography, history. They can't read. They can't write. They can't spell. Yeah. But they're about to do one of the most ridiculous dances you've ever seen. And for that... Yeah, Mark de, Mark de is doing every so well. And we only had one dead student from yeah. it. <laughs> so everything's good. Let's have a look at this dance, shall Let... we? <laughs> Let's not look at how many students died because of this capoeira dance. <laughs> Let's instead look at the people who have lived because of it. These two men in Brazil, and that's it. <laughs> Let's not talk about how in this town near Miami there weren't just one, but two rival capoeira schools. You know what I do? I'd, after this, I'd bring in the open casket and go, but let's not forget Tommy. <laughs> Who died? Who died for a fucking stick. Yeah. Now, there's a female capoeira. I would, woman, I would rather have watched the movie about her. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching this intently. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Cascos at the end goes, and Banana Away is available on 45 <laughs> in the gift shop of the cinema. Can you imagine though? You're like yeah, a Tommy's... you're like a poor dude in Miami, right? You're a low low level thug, and you're like, well, I hear they're giving out pretty good money down at the chop shop or for dealing drugs, so I think I'm going to go do that. And when you get there, the guy's like. 
At the same time, you have to join me on a Friday night, light a bonfire and clap while I do capoeira. <laughs> Why? I just want to chop cars and sell drugs. No! You have Family to watch night. me dance. I play Skittles on a Friday night. <laughs> That's when I have my lawn bowls tournament. The guy's shown up and he's like, so what exactly did you do with the dance kung fu thing that we taught you? Well, we took 12 children. Well, there's only 11 now. What do you mean there's only 11? Well, one of them died. <laughs> Why did one of them die? Well, if you hadn't got sick of that song during the, sh- during the film, here it is over the end credits. This is in case you want to get your little cassette recorder. Put it next to the TV <laughs> and record it. If you're too tight to buy the soundtrack... I bought the soundtrack. This is called the Banana Way Rap. This was... Uh, all films in the 90s had to end with a rap over the over the credits. Yeah. By MC Hammer. And they, they took this, this song and they were like, can we do a rap over it? And I'm like, anything to change it from what it currently is because... It's going to be in my head for 10 years and I'm going to be found over the corpse of someone I've murdered in sheer anger and frustration 10 years from now. And in the background, you're just going to hear me mumble, banana away, banana, banana away, banana. And when they drag me off to be executed, I'll be saying, banana away made me do it. Banana I want to play at my funeral. You want it played at the funeral? Yeah, because you know what? Once they hear this, just continuously through the funeral, they'll be like, thank fuck he's dead. Yeah, thank I'll, fuck it. I won't have to wear that again. Yeah, Claire will be there. She'll be like, for the last 40 years <laughs> since he did that fucking Doctor Action commentary, he's been playing Banana Away. So glad he's died. He don't even like bananas that much. <laughs> Hey, look, Richard Marks is the supervising ADR editor. You don't think that's Richard Marks, has it? No, I don't think so. No, oh, I, I like Skip Shields as the set dresser. Yeah, I like that woman earlier on. Her name was Phyllis Suckoff. I bet she does. I bet she does. I, I like Arnold Rusty Pouch the Third. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get the nickname Rusty if your last name is Pouch? He's, I, he's I, got I, a rusty pouch. What do you mean? Why he's got syphilis? What do you mean? <laughs> he's got gonorrhea. What do you mean? His arsehole's a rusty pouch. Yeah. You don't want to go near rusty pouch. No. Because <laughs> you get a rusty box. He's rusty pouch the third. Christopher Cockroft. That's I like that name as well. Yeah. Red Bed Red Bedell. John Red Gus. Bedell. Chris Tarantino, that's uh, Quentin's cousin. No, that can't be. That's not even a common name, is it? No. Banana away. Put your banana away. Maybe that's what she's singing. Maybe she's like, don't I come at me is. with the banana. Put your banana away. <laughs> Ooga booga. Yeah. Ooga booga. Ooga booga. Put your banana away. 
Here we go. Only the Strong remix by the Baker Boys. Enter the Dojo, written by Ike Levy. Swang to Funk, written by Bluebrud, L. Clock. Where's the banana way? Oh, here we go. I reckon that might be Bubbaloo Bad Boy, or is it my aunt? No. Yeah. Ogum Drum Music. Oh, is it Parin' Away? Is that what that is? Is it not Banana? Uh, I bet it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got the Brazilians to blame. Yeah. That's a reason never to go to Brazil, isn't it? I imagine if you get off the plane in Rio de Janeiro, <laughs> they're all just throwing bananas about singing the fucking Banana Away song. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> you get back on the plane. No, I'm not having it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not having it. Take me to Chile. It's far more violent in Chile. I don't care. Just to take me to fucking Bogota. I don't care. Take me to Colombia. Take me to where all the heroin and cocaine is dealt. People like machine guns, where people live in ditches. I don't care. I just don't want to hear the fucking Banana Way song. All right, well, that was the first uh, Doctor Action, the Kick-Ass Kid commentary, Back from the Dead. That was our first uh, show in two years. <laughs> our hundredth show. A hundred. Congratulations, mate. Thanks, man. Congratulations right back at you. And we will be back soon. 2021. <laughs> with only the strong two. <laughs> Uh, no, so we should decide what we do next time. But we will be back. Can we can we tell the listeners that we'll definitely be back again this year? We will be back this year. I yeah. I'm like I say, I wasn't joking. I think I think we both I think we both really want to do it now, don't we? We do. And not yes. that we didn't want to do it. No. It's just uh, you were busy being, yeah. you know, getting married yeah. and all that and all that and all that. Yeah. Um. And uh, we're, we're back, baby. We're we back. are. We're back. We're back with uh, knob jokes and old man humour and swearing and fuck you if you don't like it. Yeah, is political correctness gone mad? It's gone it's, mad. It's we're gone. not political. It's gone a, mad. We're just having, we're just having fun. Just having we're just having fun. If anything offended you in this episode, good. And <laughs> ne- next time it will again. So uh, thanks ever so much, Doc. Uh, this was great. Uh, I will put this together and put this out next week sometime. Cool. I, sh- I shan't tell anybody that I've done it, and uh, we'll just we'll just drop it on them. Uh, yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, maybe. I might put some hints out, I think. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. All right, dude. This has been My, a thrill. Well, I enjoyed this a lot. Oh, I did as well, mate. It was brilliant.